im Eschkachech Yerushalayim Tishkach Yemini. Song is called Jerusalem is calling. And if there's somebody who uh, who heard the calling of Jerusalem for decades, it's our special guest who's with us live via telephone. I will introduce him to everybody in a moment, but but Mort Klein, who who is who is the guest who I'll introduce in a moment, um, he is a proponent of education. He is somebody who um, encourages us to educate our audience, our constituents. So I want to take a minute with all the hoopla and all the celebration of this week, and it is an amazing celebration. I think it's important to keep in mind how all this came about. The Jerusalem Embassy Act of 1995 is a public law of the United States of America passed by the post-Republican Revolution 104th Congress October of 1995, the proposed law was adopted by the Senate 93 to 5, the House 374 to 37. The act became law without a presidential signature November the 8th of 1995. The act recognized Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel and called for Jerusalem to remain an undivided city. Its purpose was to set aside funds for the relocation of the embassy of the U.S. in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem by May of 1999. For this purpose, it withheld 50% of the funds appropriated to the State Department specifically for acquisition and maintenance of buildings abroad as allocated in fiscal year 1999 until the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem had officially opened. Israel's declared capital in Jerusalem, but this is Israel's declared capital is Jerusalem, but this is not internationally recognized pending final status talks in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. As we know, despite passage, the law allowed the president to invoke a six-month waiver of the application of the law and reissue the waiver every six months on national security grounds. The waiver was repeatedly invoked by Presidents Clinton, Bush, and Obama. President Trump signed a waiver in June of 2017, but on June 5th, the U.S. Senate unanimously passed a resolution commemorating the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem, 90-0. to zero. The resolution reaffirmed the Jerusalem Embassy Act and called upon the President and all U.S. officials to abide by its provisions. And on, and on December the 6th, President Trump recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital and ordered the planning of the relocation of the embassy. Um, we know what happened this past Monday. Mort Klein, president of the ZOA, Zionist Organization of America, was there. He literally has just landed back in the New York area, and I thank him because immediately he agreed to appear uh, for us on this program uh, after arriving back in the United States uh, from this incredible, amazing, and historic celebration this past Monday. Mort Klein, welcome back to JM in the AM. <laughs> this is a historic week, not only moving the embassy to Yerushalayim, but also ending the Iran deal. Right. Donald Trump has changed the world. He's made it safer, and uh, and he's made it clear to the Palestinian Arabs that their phony narrative is not going to continue to be accepted. Uh, he's really become a historic figure with these two acts. It is amazing. You're right. And we've encouraged our listeners to thank him profusely and to contact the White House and just shower him with thanks. Mort, let's go back for a moment. I want to talk about Monday. Obviously, you were there as an eyewitness and as a participant. 
But let's go back to 1995 because you had a big role in the in the uh, Jerusalem Act, in the passage of this law uh, that I cited back in 1995. I, I assume that even even you, the most enthusiastic supporter of Jerusalem, knew that from that law being enacted till when the embassy would actually be moved would take some patience, would take some time. But I think Monday reaffirms just how important your actions and others' actions in the 1990s were. No, when when Doug Feist and I, Mort Klein, went to see Senator John Kyle, Republican of Arizona, then arguably the best friend of Israel on the whole side, and urging him uh, to be, begin legislation to move the embassy, it, it went nowhere. We had five or six senators on it. Uh, I have to say Pat Moynihan and Joe Lieberman were on it. They were helping. Uh, but not until Robert Dole got on the bill, he was majority leader and running for president at the time, then we suddenly got 35 or 40 senators jumping on. I might add, only then <laughs> did APAC begin to lobby for it. They became frightened that maybe ZOA would be getting full credit for this important bill. <laughs> uh, and then the bill, when the bill passed, when the bill uh, was written, <laughs> we thought they are going to move the embassy. <laughs> but Dan Shapiro, who's the, the most recent ambassador to Israel, was then chief of staff to Senator Feinstein. He urged Feinstein to put in a waiver clause. <laughs> the waiver clause said, only don't move the embassy if there's a serious national security emergency. That's what it's written, something really serious. <laughs> in fact, Robert Dolan Kyle on the Senate floor said, do not invoke this waiver unless there's something really serious. If you invoke it, we're going to urge everyone to get rid of the waiver clause. But the waiver clause passed. We fought it, but we, it passed anyway. <laughs> and we thought the embassy was going to be moved. <laughs> but frankly, I'm telling you the truth. Israel was not uh, uh, that happy about moving it then. They thought the, uh, that'll ruin the chances for peace. Uh, and the Jewish world, uh, APAC and others, were really not in favor of it. I'm just telling you the facts. <laughs> we did not believe it was going to be invoked every six months for 22 years. But the fact that it took almost 23 years to move it. <laughs> Mort, you there? Oh, I hope we didn't lose him. This is his way too good a history lesson. Mort, are you there? Mort Klein. Yes, oh, I'm, there I'm he is. Here. Go ahead. Now we got you. The fact that it took 22 years to move it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and yet we're further. We haven't moved it for 23 years till now. And yet we're further from peace than ever. Makes yeah. it crystal clear: Jerusalem is not the issue. The issue is Israel's very existence and acceptance of us as a Jewish state. <laughs> Jerusalem is uh, just a, uh, a sideshow in terms of actually getting the peace. <laughs> By the way, so, uh, j just as an aside, I have to interject for a moment. Um, for, for those of us who've observed Dan Shapiro in his role as ambassador, the story you just told um, really helps us understand what position he was coming from all along. <laughs> He's a very, I know him very well. He's a very smart guy, really knows how to make the case for the left wing. Uh, but he was always a strong left wing guy and a strong supporter of uh, President Obama, who was the most hostile president to Israel we've ever had. And, uh, but even he this week said it was good that we're moving it. 
But, of course, he's still arguing we should give Eastern Jerusalem to the Arabs. He's still yeah. arguing that. Mort Klein's with us. He's literally just back from uh, from Israel from this amazing uh, ceremony on Monday. All right, so what was it like being there on Monday? Uh, <laughs> I know it took 22 years, much longer than you expected. What was it like seeing this happen in front of your eyes? It was thrilling. <laughs> Not only were there major American officials from all over the country there and all over the world, but the Israelis in the streets were dancing and cheering in the streets. Overwhelming support in Israel for this. And uh, it was almost euphoric <laughs> uh, uh, being there and seeing how excited everyone is. <laughs> and I was urging people, <laughs> officials, to finally start telling the world, Jerusalem is not holy to Muslims. This should never have been an issue. Jerusalem is never mentioned in the Koran, not once in their holy book. <laughs> when they controlled it for 19 years, 48 to 67, they allowed it to be a slum. The majority of people living in Jerusalem since 1850 have been Jews. So this is, and I, no Jewish leader, no Israeli leader, except ZOA, ever says, tells the truth. Jerusalem is not holy to Muslims. They simply want to take their heart and soul away from the Jewish people. When they controlled it, it meant nothing to them. Uh, so, but the, 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 Israel, I've never, the streets were filled with thousands and thousands of Israelis, uh, Jews, marching the streets, ecstatic about the, finally this being recognized. And as you know, Paraguay and Guatemala are moving it this week, the embassy. Right. Mm -hmm. Romania, Czech, and Hungary are seriously considering it, and there are many others behind the scenes seriously considering moving it. This has changed everything. Mort, uh, you, you had to have been extremely impressed by everybody who spoke on Monday. I mean, every presentation was just so <laughs> heartfelt and amazing. Uh, and every member of the administration, especially Ambassador Friedman, you know, representing... Uh, representing uh, the United States, frankly, and, and Jerusalem in many ways very, very well. Uh, but but not enough could be said about President Trump. Uh, I mean, without him, this obviously would never have happened. Uh, how would you how would you say that, that for lovers of Israel, he goes down in history? <laughs> He's now a historic figure because of this move, absolutely. And let me tell you, it was David Friedman and Mike Pence were the big promoters behind the scenes to get this done. Secretary Tillerson was against it. Uh, he's gone. Secretary of State Tillerson. McMaster, head of National Security Council, was totally against it. He's gone. And Mattis, although he was not really in favor of it, said, Mr. President, if you want to do this, I will support you every step of the way publicly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, but he had to make the decision. He had pressure from the whole world not to do it. The whole world saying there'll be explosions, violence everywhere. And the man did it, and he deserves enormous credit. I think only a non-politician might have done this because he wasn't so concerned about the politics of it. He was concerned of doing what is right. What about the current Secretary of State? Mm -hmm. uh, the current Secretary of State, Pompeo, is a tremendous friend of Israel. The, the new Security Council uh, leader, mm -hmm. John Bolton, was my personal friend, tremendous friend of Israel. Uh, and you know, we have Nikki Haley in the U.N., uh, David Friedman's ambassador. This is a dream team of appointments that anyone loves Israel would take these people. Mort, Mort, we're having trouble hearing you. If you could pull over, that would be great. 747 on a JM in the AM Wednesday. Mort Klein is with us, president of the ZOA, Zionist Organization of America. You hear his account of what happened in Jerusalem this week and some of the other background that's so important. He's giving us an honest picture of what's going on in Washington and in Jerusalem vis-a-vis -vis this move of the embassy. <laughs> Mort, um, uh, 
what was I going to ask you? Yeah, the, the 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 president goes ahead and uh, and makes this move, and the entire world, of course, blames Trump and I guess Netanyahu and and the Israeli officials for the violence that's going on on the Gaza border. If you saw, and I assume you did see, the cover of yesterday's Daily News in New I York, it. it was outrageous, mm-hmm. outrageous. Um, it is. But a lot of people don't know what the answer is when they're when they're when they when these two items or these two issues are are given equal coverage. What would you tell people they need to know? Hamas riots and the Arabs riot every year this time because of their so-called Nakba. In other words, Nakba, where they condemn the fact that Israel came into existence. every year this time, and uh, and we're talking about Hamas Nazis rioting. Their charter calls for the murder of every single Jew. All your Jewish listeners, Hamas one's dead. That's why I call them Nazis. <laughs> Israel asked them to stay away from the border. They said demonstrate, uh, you know, uh, a few hundred feet from the border, no problem. But they were coming to the border, thousands of them trying to, to tear it down and burn it down. They brought bombs to the border, Molotov cocktails, shooting. <laughs> and only then was Israel forced to uh, uh, attack those trying to tear down the border fence which would have allowed thousands of Hamas terrorists to come in and, and, and go into towns and start killing uh, Jews. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, it, it's remarkable that even when Israel is fighting Hamas Nazis, the world sides with the Hamas Nazis. <laughs> um, but they, they weren't successful. And just think, if, we were, if, if in America we had Mexicans or Canadians trying to breach our fence, saying we're going to kill Americans, <laughs> we'd be shooting them all down. We would never allow it. No country. Israel has been... In, Incredible how they're trying everything to keep the, the loss of life minimal. Uh, but the uh, uh, Hamas, by the way, leaders, this is not pinned in the press, uh, are saying, enter Israel, tear out the Jews' hearts, murder as many as you can. They say it openly. And they call this the March of Return. They openly say this is to bring millions of Arabs into Israel to destroy the state. This is not about anything other than that. <laughs> Mort Klein um, is with us. He's president of the ZOA, fresh back from the ceremony in Israel. You know, earlier you mentioned to us that this really is a significant week for more than one reason. Uh, you mentioned the Iran deal um, and the, uh, uh, the the revocation of the Iran deal by the, uh, by the president. Uh, do you find it interesting, and nobody observes Washington the way you do, do you find it interesting that those Democrats that were against the Iran deal suddenly can only afford lukewarm praise for President Trump after its cancellation. It shows that the, the four Democrats out of 46 in the Senate voted against the Iran deal. Four out of 46, and now they're condemning it, which makes it crystal clear they were really never against it. They voted against it for political reasons, and uh, the fact that they're against it now shows that uh, they weren't sincere. <laughs> and I this deal was maybe the worst deal ever signed in the history of America. <laughs> Obama gave $150 billion up front to the, to the, uh, the Iranian terrorists uh, before we even saw if they are going to fulfill their obligations. They canceled all the sanctions, all of them, immediately. <laughs> they said, we won't inspect your military uh, 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 operations, which is, of course, where the nuclear testing and, and work research is being done. Uh, we said, we'll give you four weeks' notice before we in, in, inspect or investigate any of your other uh, areas where we suspect you might be doing research. Uh, this deal was insane. Uh, 
which only leads me to believe one thing. Obama wanted to strengthen Iran, uh, the Islamic Republic of Iran, this terrorist group, uh, to enable them to be able to harm Israel, because the deal was that absurd. Uh, and when, when you're the powerful America and, and, uh, and the, the economy of Iran was collapsing, we could have had any deal we wanted. Obama wanted to help Iran. But thank God Trump <laughs> has ended the deal. Let me tell you, <laughs> yesterday Siemens, the biggest company in Germany, doing business with Iran, publicly announced no more business with Iran. Other companies in Europe are now announcing all over the, 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 the hemisphere no more business with Iran because if they do business with Iran, Trump is going to stop business with them from America, and America is a, a much, much bigger economy. So it's working. Iran is scared to death now. They're going all over Europe begging to keep doing business, and now business in America are afraid to, in, in Europe are afraid to do it, and throughout the world. What a difference 16 months make, huh? <clears throat> Absolutely. He's changed everything. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, don't forget, two days ago, Trump threatened Iran. He said, if you dare to start up with nuclear uh, research, there's going to be grave and serious consequences. Right. He all but threatened military action by making that statement. They're scared to death because we have the bunker-busting bombs. We could destroy their entire uh, nuclear facility. And no problem. And, and uh, Israel and America would do it together, and they know it. So uh, this is so important. He's made the world safer. He's made Israel safer by ending this disastrous Iran deal, and Europe only wanted the deal to, to make money, to do business with Iran and get money. And they, didn't, they figured, so let them hit Israel, the hell with it. They didn't care. And, uh, so we have to be enormously grateful. This is now clearly the greatest president for Israel we've ever had. Uh, no question about it. By the way, if, if your listeners want to learn more about this, they can go to zoa.org, zoa.org, and I've written extensively about all of these issues in the last few weeks. And there have been some good presidents vis-a-vis Israel, but none like this one, that's for sure. Mort Klein is president of the ZOA. ZOA.org is the site that Mort just recommended, ZOA.org. I know this isn't the biggest issue, but you know, yesterday uh, my audience was extremely active in contacting the Daily News, and today I've asked everybody who are New Yorkers, and of course a large percentage of this audience do live in the state of New York, I've asked those who are uh, New York State residents to contact the office of Governor Andrew Cuomo. I would assume you know at this point that uh, Andrew Cuomo has postponed his solidarity trip to Israel. And the fact that uh, he cited loss of life and issues like that in the statements about postponement was pretty disturbing, frankly, to me and to many others. Um, if this is truly a solidarity trip, there would be no reason to postpone. I would guess you'd agree with that. No, this is absurd. This the, the Daily News is owned by Mort Zuckerman, a great friend of Israel, but Mort Zuckerman is not well, unfortunately, and so he's not capable of, of controlling the, the newspaper. But they, they called the 55 Arabs killed. These are, almost all of them are Hamas terrorists. Almost all of them. <clears throat> they called it a, ma- <clears throat> a, uh, <clears throat> a, mass, a, a massacre of some sort, <clears throat> when in fact, of course, it's not a massacre. These people are trying to tear down the fence. And, 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 and to have a juxtaposition saying how, the, how outrageous it is for Ivanka Trump to be celebrating the moving the embassy at the same time. What does the New York Daily News want? Do they think there should be no more TV in Israel while the writing's going on? Should the theaters close down? Should there be no more weddings or celebrations of any sort? This is an absurd uh, proposal that the New York Daily News has done. And uh, I'll tell you, the propagandists of Nazi Germany would have been proud of this cover for shame to the New York Daily News. Yeah, no question about that. 
Uh, just on the Cuomo point, I'm, I'm trying to encourage our listeners to contact his office because he has postponed the solidarity trip. Don't you agree if this actually was a trip only about solidarity with Israel, there'd be no reason for him to postpone the journey? Absolutely. This is wrong to postpone it. All he does is give credence and comfort to the Hamas <clears throat> Nazi-like terrorists <clears throat> by postponing it. And he, he sends a message that, uh, that what Israel is doing is not the, the, the right thing to do. So, no, this is really wrong. I'm really shocked that Cuomo, who's always been a good friend of Israel, would, would side with the uh, Hamas terrorists for Israel, simply telling uh, Hamas terrorists to stay away from the border. They can demonstrate all they want several hundred yards from the border, no problem. But don't come to the border with bombs and Molotov cocktails and knives and axes to try and tear it down. And burning Cuomo and, made a bad decision. And burning kites and all their other... Uh innovative uh, weapons uh yeah um so everybody out there again i am encouraging if you're a new yorker especially let the governor know that and i think mort you agree with this you agree that essentially he's given ammunition to the bdsers right basically yes <laughs> not only cuomo's giving ammunition <clears throat> comfort and some solidarity <clears throat> the media has done so by yeah. acting as if you know, Israel is uh, is killing innocent people. By the way, there's video after video of of Hamas terrorists in stretchers, and then when they when they go 100 yards in the stretcher, they get off the stretcher and walk away. Lots of this are phony lies about the numbers being killed and the numbers being injured. Uh, and yet the media sides with the Hamas Nazis. It's disheartening and really deeply, deeply troubling. Unbelievable, uh, Mort. I want to end on a positive note. What else can you tell us about Monday sitting there and witnessing all of this? Is there any uh, vignette, any little story, any encounter you had with somebody in the audience that was extra meaningful to you on Monday? <laughs> I was sitting with a bunch of African-Americans, leading African-Americans from uh, uh, there at the meeting, and they were raving about Trump and saying Trump has been great for Israel, for Jews, for America, and for blacks. They were saying black, the black unemployment rate, they said it's collapsed. Why aren't African-Americans supporting uh, Trump, who's done the best for blacks economically of any president, much better than Obama? That's what these leading African-Americans have said. I won't name them because uh, it was private conversation, but uh, I found that, that extraordinary. And they were cheering louder than anyone when Netanyahu walked into the room. Unbelievable. Mort Mazaltov, I'm, I'm flattered that your first call once you landed was to us. Thank you so much for sharing all this with us. Great to be doing. Yes, you are doing a great job educating the truth of the Arab Islamic war against Israel. <clears throat> the truth is on Israel's side. Amen. Thank you, Mort Klein. Mort Klein is president of the ZOA, literally uh, landed uh, this morning, early this morning, from Israel after the ceremony and uh, his visit to Israel during this historic embassy week.